Hello and welcome to the Hash Rugby Chat Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Actually, not podcast, show, because you know what? No one listens to the podcast, but everyone watches the show. So thank you for watching the show um, and seeing us in our wonderful beautifulness. Um, well, hey, some people are wonderful and beautiful. Um, I mean, look at Shane in his red, his red jumper. Anyway, um, yes, thank you for that. Uh, obviously, this is Driving Mall, your best place for rugby predictions and opinion. And I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall. And don't forget, five-star reviews, subscriptions, uh, subscriptions? Uh, yeah, subscriptions, that's right, yeah, subscribe, um, and all of that kind of stuff. That's what we'd love to see. And joining us this evening, we have Shane, as I said, in his red jumper. How are you doing, sir? Oh, fantastic after the big win against the Lions, Paul. Oh, yes, absolutely. That was a uh, uh, that was a, a, a very good first-half performance from the fizz, then. The fizzy drinks were well and truly popping. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess had a weekend off to go party because there was no yeah, Chiefs games. How, how are you doing, Jess? Welcome, welcome, Brick. Hi, I'm good. And the man manning the phones tonight. It's going to go a bit different. Us three are going to chat, and Arthur is going to look after you on the live chat, uh, the typing away all your messages, and he'll, let us, he'll be bringing the best ones up to us. So don't forget to hit the old super chat. Um, and uh, any questions that are on Super Chat, he will bring bring to us for us to answer. So, hey, Oswin, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need like a support group. Blues I need a support, support group, group. exactly. Exactly. I, I, I posted on Twitter, it's just like, I need a hug and therapy, but I haven't got my hug and I haven't got any therapy. Yeah. Oh, come on, you little boy and girl will have been giving you hugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh dear. And there, we do have a crisis though at the moment, I'm afraid. And it's not just about the blues. It's also that I haven't got a beer and I haven't had a beer all evening. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run downstairs and get a beer. And while I do that, Arthur is going to take you through the first question, which is, Haguar has climbed into the finals positions. Can they hold on to it? Yeah, who should who who wants to start on that one while Paul runs off to get a beer? Um, no, they can't because they're going to play the Chiefs this weekend. And they're going to lose. So <laughs> you um, heard it here from Jess. Yeah, I've actually seen Friday's result already. Um, no, I think I think they're doing well, and I'm proud of them. But we'll see. I think okay. it's going to be very um, touch and go, and I think that the Chiefs are going to win on Friday night, and I think they're going to win quite comfortably, actually. Um, but I think that. Given that they've finished their games, will finish their games against the New Zealand sides after the Chiefs games, they've virtually got internal conference games left. So I think they're a good chance of um, winning some of those conference games. Yeah, look, um, just from my, it's like when you look analyze the um, the table itself, um, you can there's um, you got to take the top uh, performance from each conference, and then it's the next on the points table. And the next on the points table are the Hurricanes, the Highlanders, and the Chiefs. So the, the Hagiwari is obviously doing well within their conference. I think they got a good shot at doing well within their conference. But um, as to whether they can accumulate enough points to make it up the conference, the uh, consolidated conference table, not too sure about that because the, as I said, the Hurricanes, Highlanders and Chiefs, they actually got quite good points already. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's, um, 
that's going to be a factor because I expect four New Zealand sides are going to make it into the finals. Um, sorry, Blues fans. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I don't, I only can see one Australian side making it, to be honest. So there could be three South African sides. We'll see how it goes. You know, the ridiculous nature of this competition and the points ladders, the conference system, etc. And in no way am I actually dreaming that we, the Blues can make it to the um, to the top eight or top six. Or <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, stop, Paul. <laughs> but there's seven points outside the bottom place in the top eight, sort of thing. It's just it's just ridiculous. Mm. Um, yeah, not as I said, not that I would. You know, I, I'm just hoping that they don't balls it up this weekend. <laughs> there we are, mate. But no, if we look at this, um, the, uh, the the is it quite interesting the standings because we've got the Hagarars on twenty points. Do you say now they're twelve? Hawares. 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 There's no excuse. Max no ex told us how to pronounce it. He did. That's very true. Um, are on twenty points. That wonderful team from Argentina, um, and they're twelve <laughs> points behind. The Hurricanes in fourth, even though the Hurricanes have played played two less games, uh, but they're only, as you say, seven points ahead of the Blues in fourteenth. So that bottom crowd of so eighth down to fourteenth only split by seven points, and actually uh, the Rebels also in seventh are only one point ahead. So you got basically seventh down to fourteenth is only an eight point gap, but the seventh to fourth only three play, or even seventh to sixth is five points. Um, and then another two points to the Highlanders. There's a big gap sort of between that four, five, especially fourth and seventh, um, as opposed to seventh down to fourteenth. So it's interesting that I think there's a, there's a lot of change available between that sort of between seventh and probably down to about the Reds in twelfth. Um, I think the Brumbies and the Blues are probably out of it now, though. We're happy with twelfth. <laughs> 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 Just a comment from Christian in the old chat saying that the Hagiwaris could make it uh, a late run for the finals. I mean, absolutely. I mean, obviously, uh, as New Zealand teams play off against each other, to, um, that will impact their points position. Um, and if the Hagiwaris get back home within their own conference and carry on winning, then then there is absolutely a chance that they could make it in uh, to the to the finals. Yeah, there's some surprises in the New Zealand conference with all that because I've looked at the rest of the schedule and Hurricanes, Highlanders, Chiefs, Crusaders, they will play each other a few times between now and the end of, of you know, when it becomes quarters, final, semi-final time. So they, if there's some upsets, that could... Shift the balance. Yeah, there you go. But also we saw, I mean, in the first, what, I mean... The, we didn't see a sort of Australia-New Zealand derby until like round eight or something, did we? So they've already played a lot against each other. So I don't think that's – I don't – and they've got the position. So I don't think we're going to see those – I say the top six, I think, are probably pretty much set. Um, obviously, the Waratahs could be overtaken and uh, replaced by the Rebels. But basically, you're going to have those five teams plus one Australian. Um, and then a couple of others will sneak in and – uh, around it. So, yeah, so the Crusaders, Canes, Landers, Chiefs, and Lions uh, are basically shoe-ins already um, for the finals. And it's a question of we'll have a Australian team for certain because one of them's got to top that group. Well, um, deserves to be in there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then it's a matter of 
of, of who is going to come seventh and eighth. You know, it's interesting with the way that the table is at the moment. It looked like as it stands, it would end up being like the Hurricanes Crusaders playing each other because they're right next to each other. And that would knock out, because I, in my opinion, I think it's either going to be the Hurricanes or the Crusaders that take it out this year. And it's just interesting that they might have to play each other well before the final. The quarterfinal could be the final. Yeah, isn't that interesting? And I'm quite stoked with the Chiefs place like quite low down on the table because it means that we play the Australian team. So I'm stoked. We can lose. We can lose a few games. I don't mind. Here's an interesting question from uh, Chris Edwards Bailey. Is, if the Huggerwaris make the playoffs, is it officially a success? It's followed up with uh, Floyd and Pink asking, well, the, well, saying that the beat in the Blues was good enough for him. So. Yeah, what, what makes uh, um, the season a success for the Huguaris? Oh, it, it, it's been a success already. Okay. Getting, getting that first win over a, a Kiwi side. Away from home, too. Away from home. First, yeah, so first win against the New Zealand side. First win in New Zealand. Uh, first win in Australia, maybe? No, uh, they won their last two games last year, which were both in Oh, Australia. okay. So, anyway, so three games on the trot on tour. Uh, that's that, that's that's yeah. It's been a successful season. Their home form has been up and down, uh, to say the very least. So, uh, so that that that's not been successful. But overall, the season has been successful for them already. Whatever happens from here, and you can almost say the same about teams like the Bulls as well. Um, given yeah, the- and the Bulls, who obviously a transition season under John Mitchell. Uh, not much expected from them this season, and yeah, they're looking. They're 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 up there on the same points as the Haguaris, but uh, with one less game. So chances are they'll pick up at least a losing bonus point to to climb above them. Um, the Stormers, again, another team that I thought were going to struggle this season because their halfback pairing was so young, but they've both come through and are performing well. So I think they've had a successful season already as well. Um, I don't know what other people think. About that one? No? Definitely silence. Definitely <laughs> silence. So no one else thinks anything about the Stormers. Um, so clearly we need some Stormers fans. Yeah, okay. So Stormers fans in the chat, have, is, is, is it already a successful season for you guys or do they, or do they have to, uh, or, or do you want to see something else out of them well, to say this is a successful season? I'll I try was, and answer it. Go on then. I think it's been mixed for the Stormers. I think that I think they'd probably have wanted at least to win out of their New Zealand tour when they went over there. Um, I think that they probably would have wanted to take the ta- uh, take the winner uh, in in Sydney first up when they take the Tars on. But um, they've obviously got a couple of wins lately, and um, but they'll rue a few few losses that they've had. So it's going to be interesting. The Lions, Stormers, Jaguars. Um, that sort of run on the South African table uh, remains I, to be seen. You, I think you've got to you got to throw in the uh, the the bulls there as well. They're all and the they're bulls. All, they're yeah, all the thereabouts. Bulls, absolutely. The sharks, on the other hand, I would say this has been a disappointing season for them. For them, I and mean, they're, they're on the same points as the Stormers, only two points behind. And there's only two points separate the Haguaros, Bulls, Stormers, and Sharks. I mean, the, the twenty points for two of the teams and eighteen points for the other teams. It, it's really close there. But I'd say the Sharks had a disappointing season um, already. Careful, Paul, you'll upset um, Brent there. Uh, well, more <laughs> on that, I think. Um, is, is Brent a Sharks fan? I thought, uh, 
Brent, tell us in the chat who who's your team. Um, but the yeah, for me, they had a team that we thought should be challenging the Lions, uh, and to be thirteen points behind them at this stage of the season, uh, even if they have got a game in hand, is not acceptable for them. They 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 should have been challenged, challenging the Lions. There you go, Brent's a Lions fan, so he's happy. <laughs> well, relatively speaking, I mean, he, he's at the top of the table, but he did lose to the Reds at the weekend. Yeah, no, I know. Thank I agree goodness too. for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me, that's the start of something. That's so, what are we saying then? Do do we think they're going to make the playoffs or not? I, I'm going to say no. Brent, yes or no? Brent, no, Brent on the chat. Shane, sorry, I want my own. I'm just losing it already. <laughs> I'm gonna have a boulder here. Uh, they obviously won't win against the Chiefs, I don't think, uh, um, on Friday night. Um, but I, I'm gonna say yes. Oh, you're yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, Jess, yes or no? Mm, no, but I'm okay if they're there. That'd be nice for them, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it'd be nice for anyone to get there, obviously. Um, uh, Ashwin, yes or no? Um, uh, yes. <laughs> but, well, don't sound too confident. Oh, well, it's hard to be confident because it's just like it, it's really going to rely on the fact that New Zealand teams, uh, the top four New Zealand teams, are going to drop points. No, no, the top four New Zealand teams are going to get in there anyway. Let's be honest. Yeah. So they don't have, it's not about them dropping points. It's about how will the Hagararis get in above the Bulls, uh, Stormers and Sharks, basically. I need to look at the table right now. There's a link for it in the notes. I, Do some. I was helping. <laughs> I've been looking at the that. table all the time and figuring it out. Do you know what I actually did as I went through the Crusaders, Hurricanes, Highlanders and Chiefs remaining games and figured out who would win, like, and then figured out what the overall points would be at the end. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Hurricanes are going to, like, blow everyone away. They're probably going to get ahead. <laughs> okay, so... Um, <laughs> I'm going to put it on Jess now. Jess is going to write us an article uh, on the website, so check out um, drivingmore.com, okay. and she is going to do a uh, prediction, uh, an end of season table prediction. Um, Good way, uh, and she'll do it over the next couple of days. So by the weekend, we will have an article on. I wish you could see my schedule right here of all the uni work I have going on. <laughs> You've already done all the work. Just tell her. Just give me the table. We're fine. So there we go. That's um, we'll have that done. We'll have a prediction of an, uh, end of season table um, on the website by the end of the week. Um, whether Jess does it or I have to do it because, hey, I've said it will happen. Um, cool. So moving on then from that, what was your rugby moment? What was your moment of the rugby weekend? Jess, kick us off. Um, the Hawaiians winning. <laughs> that was really cool for them. I was happy for them. But I was also sad for the Blues at the same time. It was really confusing. But just seeing their fans and their crowd, I mean, in that weather, that must have been really, really amazing for them. Talking about the weather, when I was on the beer run, did you did did you pick up on my? Um, did we ask? Does Auckland need a clever, covered stadium? Did you talk about that or not? No, no, we did no, not. We didn't. No, oh dear, no, we did not. But but of course, if everybody else is going to get a covered stadium, then I don't see why we Auckland doesn't get a covered stadium. The government can pay for that too. <laughs> hey hey, if 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 government's going into lolly scramble mode, mate, bring it on. Lolly <laughs> <laughs> scramble mode. Okay. Um, so for all our international listeners, <laughs> we're going Kiwiana tonight. Um, 
uh, on that note, actually, I'll, I'll talk about Auckland stadiums. Uh, it looks like they, there's, there's been a, 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 a um, proposal put for what to do with the Dockland area uh, in uh, central Auckland, and it includes having a brand new stadium next door to the Vector Arena. So, hey, it could be we could have one. We could have a covered stadium in the next, uh, well, they say it would take decades, so maybe in the next 50 years. <laughs> so I'll be at the games, but you guys will be dead. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh real. Real. <laughs> maybe the blues will start to win by then and i'll let you know i'll scream it up or down i don't know what you're gonna get <laughs> well, it, it, it'll be up because it'll be a sunken stadium underwater level apparently oh, that would be so cool imagine mm. an undersea stadium wow i think she was she was going all, all, all flowers and telling us we were going to go to hell i think um oh, yeah. <laughs> an octopus uh, garden Oh, I mean, Shane's a young man. He looks it vaguely. I mean, I'm an old man, I know, but some an Austrian's even older than me. So maybe it's an ancient. But um, but yeah, um, 30th September, Paul. There we go, baby. Another baby. Jeez, <laughs> nearly half your age, Ashburn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got my super gold card. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> free free bus pass. Um, so anyway, so yeah, uh, we, we've, that was that was uh, Shane. What was your broken out of the weekend? Well, I think mine's pretty obvious. Um, I'm wearing the jumper. It was the Reds, and it was um, it was just it was just a special moment because the Lions were minor premiers and they've been back to back finalists. Um, to see someone like Brad Thorne coach these young lads and get a, a big win over the Lions was something really special. It's a Queenslander pride that we've got here. Um, it's just like watching the other code in State of Origin. That's how well the Reds played for once. The, so it's Brad Thorne. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to show my total ignorance around rugby league. So Brad Thorne was a maroon, was he? Yes, he was. Ah, in State of Origin. Okay. That's, that's that. where the Queenslander pride comes into that into that Reds jumper. <laughs> and the solo was really good afterwards, let me tell you. The... Good night. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't get the reference, that's solo Evian Water, which is, uh, um, which is Shane's tipple of choice. Um, the, um, there's... Well, I was going to go. So my actual moment of the weekend was I'm going to go a bit left field, and I know we're supposed to talk about Super Rugby, and I probably, but um, but I'm going to go to MLR and Major League Rugby, and we, we had a lovely moment uh, during that game with Glendale Raptors against Seattle uh, SeaWolves um, in Seattle, and the Glendale Raptors, um, naughty boys of Major League Rugby early doors, they got two red cards the first weekend, so a bit short on resources in their forwards, so they had to put their hooker at blindside flanker. Um, this hooker found himself out on the wing, uh, receiving the ball. He then chips it through or grubs it through, chases the ball through and slides over like a winger. It was an absolute wonderful moment for the old front row club. Um, so yes, I, that was my, 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 my moment of the weekend was seeing that was, uh, uh, was, was definitely, definitely uh, my moment. Ashwin, apart from uh, getting absolutely drenched at Eden Park, what was your moment of the weekend? No, no, it goes sit in the south stand, mate, up the top, so you don't get drenched. <laughs> um, the only tears are the ones on your face. Yeah, yeah that's getting drenched. I, I took the jacket off my son. You don't need a south stand ticket. You can't go there. No, no, not at all. I wasn't there. It wasn't me. I don't know who you're talking about. 
my moment of the weekend was um, um, uh, after losing, you know, you're starting to question your faith um, is to actually go Sunday morning back to Eden Park for um, coaching my son's team. So you have to go through a coach's course and uh, remembering why you're there and why you're doing it and what, what you love rugby's about um, because it's, it was pretty stressed on, uh, stretched on uh, the weekend. So oh. yeah, that was pretty good, sitting there with the other coaches and that and uh, looking at other reasons on why we follow rugby and go so into rugby. <laughs> I'm looking oh, for anything I can hold on to at the moment. Yeah, I, I noticed that the two Blues fans got uh, got miles away from actual Super Rugby play um, for their moments of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Cool. Um, so one of the things that has happened over the last couple of weeks is the Sunwolves have come out of their tour to New Zealand with a lot of credit in the bank. Lots of people are very impressed with how they've been playing. Um, they put they they stood up for sixty minutes against the uh, Crusaders. They did it again against the Canes. Uh, and Jess, you were talking earlier about the fact that people have said that they were that the, the the winning margin was larger than it should have been. Yeah, just because in the last ten minutes the Hurricanes, you know, figured it out. The, <laughs> um, and they racked up yeah three tries in the last ten minutes or so. Or, or I, yeah, minutes. I felt like the Hurricanes. I don't know. I felt like they were taking it seriously. I think they could have done much better. They didn't look together. It was a mess to watch. They didn't look comfortable or confident at all until the last 10 minutes. Oh, so that's just, dear me, this is a, you think they were taking, taking it all a little bit too easy? Yeah, I really do. Did you, you know? I was, I was going to say that actually I thought the, the, the Sunwolves were yeah, playing pretty well and holding on to the ball well. Exactly. Um, they didn't expect them to. They, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. But I put it down to Sunwolves playing well rather than the rather than the Canes um, being on holiday. I think the Sunwolves uh, played their best rugby for the competition so far against the Canes. Unlike last season when the Sunwolves beat the Blues because they were all on holiday on the beach. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, literally, they were in like Fiji like the week before. Their, their, their training was on the beach in Fiji. Like you're playing. The heck you are in Japan. What are you doing in the oh jeez, boys? You've not earned yourselves a free holiday in um in the Pacific Islands with your performance last season. Um and you didn't earn it afterwards with their performance against the Hagiwaras. Um against these sorry, against Sunwolves. So okay, so where is their win going to come from? I, do you think they're going to get a win this season or are they going to be nilled? Uh Shane, kick us off. Ooh, yeah. Uh, well, I hope they don't get the win next round because they got us. Um, but uh, look, the the effort is there. The structures that Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown, who are, are, are very good Kiwi coaches, are working to a, to an extent. They played their best rugby against the Hurricanes um, for the season. So it's hard to say. But I think they'll give it a good go. So where's it going to come again? Come come from then? We've got the Reds at home. They've got the Stormers at home in Hong Kong, which isn't really at home. I reckon yeah, the Brumbies are struggling. I reckon they'll give it a good shot against the Brumbies in Canberra. Whoa, that's a big shout. The uh, have, have have the Sunwolves got a, had a win in Australia yet? Not I don't think yet, so. But the closest they got was actually against 
the Reds 35-25 two years ago in Brisbane. And they so, got to 25 all at one stage. Okay, so we're going for the so you're going for the uh, an away win against the Brumbies in Canberra. Jess? Uh yeah, the Brumbies or the Reds. Sorry. <laughs> That'll be who they beat. Um I'll be honest, I, I if they don't beat the Reds, Reds at home next weekend and the Reds have just got the morale boosting win over the Lions. I can't see where the next win is going to come from. Uh, the home game against the Stormers is in Hong Kong. Away to the Rebels. Sure, the Rebels are a mess, but they've shown that early doors they can play at home. Uh, away to the Brumbies. Canberra is not a nice place. To, I mean, the weather there can be absolutely horrible and can, can turn any game into basically being a, a very uh, a leveller. At home to the Bulls in Singapore. So, again, that's not really a home game. Away to the Waratahs and then away to the Reds. Uh, that hope their last home game against the Reds, and uh, I don't think they've ever won a game away from home. So to me, I think it's either next weekend or never. Um, Ashwin, what what, yeah, what are the anyone in the chat room? There's um, oh, Christopher Edward Bailey sort of saying that he's sort of picking the Brumbies or Stormers. He thinks he could actually win both. Um, really, realistically speaking, it's, it's like from my point of view, the Sunwolves seem to be able to hold that ball, but don't seem to offer a lot on attack. So once they start coming up against um, these teams that are probably having similar troubles, I think they'll they'll have a much better shot. Uh, yeah. So and also sort of mentioning that the humidity and heat might help them. So I'm not sure if he's talking about the humidity humidity and heat that they might get back at home as the uh, as they kick back into summer. I know towards the end of the Sunwolves season, they'll be summer in their home games. Yeah, but, the, but next weekend is their last home game. Oh, sorry. You said that before. Apologies. Um, so at the weekend after that, they're in Hong Kong. So I think he's referring to that storm as going in Hong Kong. He thinks that might be humid and hot. I'm trying to think. So that's going to be mid-May. Uh, it'll be warm. It'll, it'll be shirt sleeve weather, not, not jacket weather, having lived in Hong Kong. But it's not going to be particularly humid and hot. Uh, well, it can be, actually. The, I mean, the, the, the Hong Kong Sevens can be an absolute scorcher. Yeah. Um, some years, other years, it can be really wet. It's so yeah. No, it, 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 he's yeah. right. It could be a bit warm there. Sorry, it's a shame, but Christian's also picking uh, the opportunity against the Reds. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think that is the one. No, it, it could. It could happen. It could. It could easily happen. Um, but I'm. I'm confident enough after seeing what happened against the Lions that the Reds can use this as a tool to perhaps slide into second or third place in the Australian conference. The, oh, I've got, I have to, get to zoom back and think about what the, um, where's my table? Second or third in the Australian conference. Wow. Um, I think we're running third at the moment. Uh, you're running fourth. So yeah, but getting ahead of the Rumbies is definitely on. They're, they're only two points behind, but the Rebels are still eight points ahead. So that's a bit of a, bit of, it's, it's, a, it's doable, but it's not, um, but it's a bit of a stretch, I think. Rebels falling a bit off their horse, though, aren't they? Mm. They are. We, they, they, the, when you looked at their schedule, it, it, always, it was front-loaded uh, for them from a points point of view. But they did pick up those tri-bonus points then, so they went well. Mm. And they got fun against the Crusaders this week, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, we will? I don't think so. Well, uh, that, well, later in the week, maybe, but not later this, this in the show. We're not, we're not going to... Uh, we actually, yes, we will do a quick preview, won't we? Oh, quick predictions. <laughs> um... <laughs> Gone all over the place tonight. Question four. Who's playing themselves in or out of an All Blacks jersey for June? And Jess, uh, 
on, uh, on um this Christmas. is the question that i suggested a, I just... suggested. and b yeah chief chief samana one we promised we'd give him an answer on twitter didn't we so oh. what do you like about um was that what don't i like Oh, oh, what don't you like? Oh, yeah, what? oh yeah, I'm sure on. that was what don't I like. Well, I... That's what you mean. That's what um, you... Yeah. Um, I... What don't I like? Um, I, when I watched him down in Dunedin this year, I was not impressed. I just think there's some upcoming wingers that are exciting. I mean, obviously, he'll have a place in the squad, but... Okay, Colin. Well, okay, so, obviously, Rico Iwani's got the left wing. Yeah. But... Um, but Naholo's a right winger. So who, who who's playing themselves into form on the right wing? Ben Lamb. On the left wing. Well, no, just on a wing. <laughs> on a wing and a prayer. Yeah, and I like um, George Bridge as well. I think he's doing really well. Uh, yeah, Aso, um, Nanai Lamape. A lot of the Hurricanes, actually, I think, are playing themselves in. I saw something online that said they felt David Havili wasn't playing well. Um, I haven't been paying that much attention to him as a player, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I guess that fullback's got a lot of people ahead of him. Ben Smith, Jordy Barrett, D-Mac at a push before David Havili's going to get a look in. Yeah, I mean, he had your pick. Go on, go on, Austin. He, he, he got a look in last year, didn't he? Yeah, but only because Ben Smith got um, injured. No, Geordie got injured, so he got called up. And Ben Smith was on sabbatical. Yeah, so D-Mac was in the squad. So, well, yeah, think, two players were out to get, to get him in the squad last year. Shane? I think Ben Smith, for me, would be the 15. Um, I think it's going to be a race for the 10. That's going to be very interesting. No, it's Bowden. <laughs> I'm like oh, Damien McKenzie's know. biggest fan, and even I know he will be back up. Team, McKenzie maybe. Has a, McKenzie has a big game on Friday, and he's been playing pretty well in that ten jumper. No, nah, it's Bowden. Uh, sorry, <laughs> we love Bowden in this country. But, even uh, I would pick Bowden. D Mac, probably a good shot at being on the bench. Yeah, is that um, ten or fifteen slot in it either? Yeah. Yeah, it covers so much. So, um, and 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 I think um, you know they're, they're even talking about. I don't know what's happened. This was about a year ago. They were talking about him um, brushing up on his halfback skills, so at a pinch he could play halfback as well. No, but, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll just a um, couple of couple of things from in the chat room. Uh, Floyd and Pink agreeing with Jess on Ben Lamb putting his hand up. So, uh, and he's definitely had a a. a, a it's barnstorming year. Really, yeah. you could say a bit of a breakout year. He has been there last year, but it's sort of like he's really sort of put his name forward this year. Does anyone have any opinions about David Havili? Because I'm not sure. When that person said, oh, he's not playing well, I was kind of taken back. I was like, oh, okay. Because I expected to see him in the squad, but maybe not. Um, I'm not sure on that squad, but that's because of just the the amount of depth and that players there are. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure you need him there. But... He's been um, okay. Uh, he's been okay. His problem is that the that um, Richard Moanga has been crocked for so long. Yeah, you know, so they've been struggling, haven't they? So they've been struggling. struggling. There's been there's been no creativity in that nine ten combination. Um, and let's be honest, uh, Crotty at, uh, at at twelve, he is a very good player, but he's not a massively creative player. Um, and he then keeps good, getting he's a very solid worker. 
very solid worker, uh, Mr. Dependable, uh, hits the right lines, will uh, he'll, he'll play off somebody, but he's not going to be the magician to create things. Uh, so the so and then you also again got had Goodhue's got injured and Bateman's been in there again another player not massively creative. So Habili's not had anyone to release him uh, from nine all the way through to fourteen uh, to, through to thirteen, um, and not, I think that's really hampered him. So not forgetting Sunny Bills injured as well. Yeah, but he doesn't play for the Crusaders. No, but he. No, in the discussion of the All Blacks, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah, but but no, yeah. talking, about, talking purely about Havili, he's not had anyone to release him. No, to at the start of this year, I said that I felt Sean Stevenson was going to have a shot. It's a real shame that he's been injured the whole season. I think he is back this week, but him at fifteen, even if he hadn't got injured, I think he could have stood a chance. But I thought Stevenson was out for the season, actually. No, but I he's back. He's back. Yeah. Well, six weeks ago, he had his surgery, so I assume it's sometime soon. He was playing some okay. club rugby over the weekend. If the uh, chat rooms was the All Black selectors, they'd be, looks like Ben Lamb would have a real yeah, strong chance to be. be. <laughs> the, the, I don't know if the chat room gets to pick the All Blacks. But, and you know what? Yeah. I would actually take Jordy Barrett <laughs> over Ben Smith. Which I think is really controversial. Well, Mash potato in the old um, chat room has gone with um, Ben Smith on the wing with Barrett at the fullback. No. Well, the Highlanders just did that in the weekend, didn't they? Yeah. No, I did. So, okay. Ben Smith is probably the third name that goes onto the team sheet. Okay. He, um, he used to be the first name on the team sheet um, three or four years ago, but now uh, Brady Retallick is number one. Jordan Barrett is number two. And Ben Jordy. Smith. Jordy? No, Bowden Barrett, sorry. Yeah. Dear me. Bowden Barrett, sorry. Uh, Brady Retallick, um, B Barrett, uh, a one and two. And uh, Ben Smith is number th is number three. He has to be on the pitch. And whether he's in that fourteen or fifteen jersey, uh, to me he will he will be in one of those two. So to me, it's actually a competition between Jordy Barrett and either uh, the third. Uh, and then well, no, no, between Jordy Barrett and uh, someone like Naholo, and then Ben Smith fills in the other gap. Um, it's, so it's it's a question of do you, do you want Naholo on the wing and Ben Smith at fullback, or do you want Ben Smith on the wing and Jordy Barrett at fullback? And to me, that's your question. It's not about uh, Ben Smith will be playing. I, I just think I think they'll go conservative first game of the year sort of thing. They'll put Ben Smith at the back. They'll put Naholo on the. Wing. I actually think Naholo's been playing well. I from the games that I've seen, um, it is there's something magical about him. He just he just he has those twice. touches. He has touches in the games that um, just yeah that uh, I don't know. He's big. He's fast. He's not that bad under the high ball. Yep. Um, he's not as dependable as a Ben Smith or, or a Barrett, who they've been trying to play, or not Barrett, a Dag, um, who they've played on the right wing recently, um, or even Neymar or Scudder. He's not, uh, he's not got, quite got their turning circle, um, but, uh, but going forwards, he is just destructive. Um, so I know Jesse's shaking your head and going, oh, no, 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 it's not going to happen. Um, but uh, that's, and then in, your, your midfield is going to be crossy plus somebody. Um, and whether that's and not Crotty doesn't or... injure himself twice in the weekend. He looked like he was out. He concerns me. The um, there there is a good chance he'll get he'll be injured. Um, and, yeah. But then again, there's a good chance that pretty much everyone will be injured apart from Lomapi and also every <laughs> other every other every other midfielder. Ben Lamb, no one can. Catch hey, hey, speaking of midfielders, mashed potatoes throwing up a good name, Rob Thompson. He's a bit old, isn't he? No, he's... <laughs> How old is Rob Thompson? Rob Thompson's young as. 
He's only be 23, 24 at the most. Sorry, I'm getting, mixed, I'm getting him mixed up. Yeah, sorry. Um, Adam, Adam Thompson? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, um, the player who's been playing for the for the, for the Crusaders. I've got, because um, we've been talking about track Crusaders, I was thinking of Bateman. Um, oh, Tim Bateman. Yeah, Tim Bateman, sorry. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, 26. Yeah, so he, he's not that young. Hey, I'm trying, to say, trying to kick myself out. <laughs> You've now upset Jess. She's not doing that um, website stuff for you for Sunday. <laughs> look, wait, Jess, look, don't take this the wrong way, but your rugby career is behind yeah, you. Yeah, in rugby years, I'm over the hill. That's, so, yeah, I'm talking in rugby years here. Yeah? I mean, the guy's half my age. But, um, but so, so, yeah, so calling a 26-year-old old, uh, it's in rugby years rather than in, rather than in, in real years. It's a bit like dog years and human years. Um, <laughs> the, um, but uh, I think it's a stretch. I think he'll get picked. To be honest, I think he's got you got Sonny Williams, Crotty, Laumapi, Arso, um, Anton Leonard Brown, Good Hugh. Oh yeah, Anton Leonard Brown. Huh. Um, be right up there. All, all ahead of him. Um, at the, and that, that's at least six players um, that are ahead of him in in the the centre pecking order in in my book. And maybe some of the New Zealand derbies uh, over the next few weeks will sort out those final positions too. Now, we've talked a lot about the backs because the backs are nice and easy to see. What about in the forwards? Because we have a number eight. We've got a big yawning gap at number eight um, with Kieran Reid out with uh, his surgery. Who yeah, is what's gonna... going on there? He's not back at all. No, he's yeah. not back until after the June tests. He might, he might not even play any Super Rugby this year. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll, 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 just before we move on to the forwards, we, we'll flick another name into the centres. Centres is obviously uh, Jack Goodhue. Yeah. But, um, yeah, another name that we mentioned. Oh, did you miss? Oh, sorry. I, mentioned, I missed that. Sorry. Um, just the number eight position. Um, I think uh, Akira Yawani has actually damaged his chances in the last two weeks in particular. Yeah, the Highlanders. discipline's a, a real issue. Eh? Uh, well, he was, he's getting into hot head mode again, and against the Highlanders, he started doing this, and he did this again on the weekend, is that he gets the ball and he stands there and says to the defence, come get me. And they do. <laughs> and he's standing still. So it's quite easy for them to get him. So it's really sort of like, it's part of his hot head nature. Is it's like, I'm just going to bump you guys off. No, you're not, because they're just as big as you. And uh, I think he's really damaged his chances a bit um, in the last couple of games. In saying that, one thing that might save him is injuries um, and availability. Um, so, uh, Luke Whitelock, maybe? At number eight? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think that's that's your options. Because I, I, really? I've, I've seen a few people suggest that Whitelock's ahead of uh, Kiriwani, and I, I can't see it. Um, I think... It, uh, look, I, 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 yeah, sorry, Paul. So I mean I think uh, Akiri's improved. He, he doesn't um, fade out of games like he used to. Um, I think he's got his work rates much higher now. And whilst he might not have been so good with the ball over the last two weeks, um, he's been getting he's he's been putting in the, the the work on the tackling side of things. I think defensively he's put he's put shifts in the last two weeks. So I think he's shown that his his work rate's much higher. His tackling's much better. His breakdown works better. So personally, I think uh, I think he's going to he's he's a definite to start. Someone reckons um, Iwani to um, to six, uh, Kane at seven, and Whitelock at eight. Uh, no. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> Don't go away, Mitch Potato. It's okay. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> hey, who was six? Interesting. Who was six? Um, oh, I was going to say Brad Shields, but no. Um, <laughs> um, six, six in South Africa. <laughs> oh, I've gone blank. Uh, who's the the hurricane that's been that plays? Um, playing um, at the lock um, for Fita. Survive for Fita, or we head down to the Hurricanes um, and not Dixon, the other one. Um, who's the captain of the Hurricanes? I've gone blank. Well, the Highlanders. Which I can picture Highlanders. Who's the captain of the Highlanders? Sorry, I've gone down for Highlanders. Yeah, I can picture him. And I'm, it's Isn't got it Ben Smith? <laughs> You're going to put no, him. They're, they're, no, they're, they're co captains. Uh, ben Smith and, oh, I've gone. Absolutely blank who the, the, the number six is for the Highlanders. Uh, not Dixon, uh, but the other one. Squire. Squire. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's either Squire or um, uh, or Fafita for me at six. Squire's an eight as well, eh? I'm quickly looking no. up who the Chiefs' six is. <laughs> put, put you down, put you down as a no. Uh, have a Snickers. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. There's not. No, um, he's not going to be playing eight. Uh, it's, it's. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought the yeah, mashed potato said Squire's injured at the moment. So, um, and I don't think he will get game time back before the uh, French test. You think so? How, how long's he out for? Yeah, no, he he re injured. He, um, so he had the thumb injury, and they've had to re break the thumb because it didn't set properly. Ah, if, if, if I've got my. If I've got it right, yeah, that's what I believe is the case. Who's the chief six? I'm trying to find out, I'm trying to figure it out. Lachlan Boshier. Oh, yeah, he's all right. The mashed potato gave me that one. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. <laughs> um, mashed potato also raised up in I think it's a bit early, but obviously, um, old um, Shannon Frizzell has um, shown some really good touches, but obviously, a couple of games into the super rugby season. Be a bit of a um, left field pick. Well, not left field pick, but a yeah, real bolter. Joe Barrett got picked on his debut Super Rugby year. Yeah, oh, there's oh. been many that have, but it's just the number of games that uh, Shannon Frizzell's played. That's all. <laughs> Floyd in pink. That Canadian bloke, as in the oh, guy. Yeah, Tyler Ardron. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's <laughs> who, great. Who's, who's he captain? Can't go away. Exactly. Who's captain yeah. of the Canadian team? No, he's not allowed to. He's already captain of another <laughs> international team. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, we talk about raiding the islands, but come on, ra ra raiding, raiding Canada as well? Does Canada rate as a second-tier nation, in which case they can then play for a first-tier nation? No, they cannot. Once they capped full stop for a nation, that's it. That They, they oh. can't. Yeah, tears doesn't matter anymore. Um, even though you might be crying tears over this one. No, the um, how awful is that joke? That is appalling. Bad joke. Now, how about this then? How about we go down the, down the Aussie route? And we play two sevens and play Sam Kane and Ardi Surveyor with the Kiriwani. Not not convinced on Ardi, eh? No. Sorry. Not convinced on Ardi. I think he's lucky to he be. He gave away a lot of penalties in the game, if I remember correctly. And he had a hot head too, I think. So okay, so so, so we're not we're not we're not liking the the, uh, the two sevens idea. As an Aussie, I don't mind Ardi Surveyor as a seven. <laughs> Uh, he can play. Uh, he's, he's a he's a big unit that gets through a lot of work. He's, 
Um, so and Evans is also actually is another guy at number eight who's who's done some who's but he's been in and out of games. I don't think he's, I don't think I've seen a, I've seen good halves from him, but not a good full eighty minutes so far for the Hurricanes. So yeah, so I don't think he's just another one there. Um, so Floyd and Pink likes my idea. I've got one fan. There you go, one Chilean who who agrees with me. Um, let's go for Ardis Severe and Sam Kane on the on, on both flanks. Oh, I, I, no, I just, uh, sorry, I was just going in the old chat room, but I don't disagree with your two sevens um, policy, but I'm just not convinced that Artie Sevilla is, um, is, is yeah, consistent enough to, so, yeah. So, who's your, so, so who, which? Oh, look, and, and Matt Todd's not the type of seven to play in a dual seven role. Um, so I, I like the two seven policy, but who's that second seven? I'm not sure. Okay. Um I think Locks is pretty much set and the front row uh, as the Crusaders guys come back into being fit. I think that's all pretty set as well. So I don't think there's much to discuss. I don't think anyone is going to be playing themselves into in, into that. I think you've, you've the first fourth choice lock is the only one as Romano has gone and got himself injured um, as to who that might be. I saw someone suggesting to a Pelosi, but I can't see that happening. Um, so I'm not sure who the fourth choice lock would be, but I think the first three are pretty obvious. Um, in, in, in Whitelock, Brady Retallick, and uh, Barrett. So, Are you sure so. about Brady Retallick? I'm not sure about Brady Retallick. Can <laughs> 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 you close this screen? Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm certain Brady Retallick, um, he's got a, he's just the workhorse. He gets through so much, particularly at the mall, um, and through his defensive work. Um, it's not called the engine room for no reason. The man's oh, a star. Oh, yeah, he's, a, he's, 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 a, he's got something else he brings to it, eh? He plays he's some exactly. real oh, he's, he's the super rugby player of the season so far for me. Yeah, he, I think he's great. He's brilliant. He's just, the season's just been, yeah, something Especially else. Especially given what happened last year, you know? It's last really year? cool. Oh, there's family he stuff. Didn't finish oh, right. the year out because of. You know, personal yeah. stuff. So just to come back this year and just be as great as ever is a real yep. testament to him, I think. And he did take a long. He he did have quite a bit of a break. He didn't go on the end of year tour. Yeah. Um, and then was um sort of he came back in a little bit later into like all the All Blacks do into the into the squads for the um Super Rugby. So he'd had quite a bit of break, and uh, you know you'd sort of be thinking, where's his headspace going to be? But he's from game one, he's just been on it. He's a very honest player. I like watching him play. He's... So, since we've uh, just picked the All Black squad and ruined the whole uh, unofficial All Blacks rugby show that we're going to be going to be kicking off on a Wednesday um, <laughs> by <laughs> by having it in this show already, um, let's talk about uh, question five. Um, are there <clears throat> too many derby games? I can't remember if it was if it was um, Boyd or Cooper, but one of them suggested after the. Hurricanes Chiefs game that there were too many derby games and it actually was derbies that are causing all these injuries in the New Zealand teams. So I've got one nod, I've got one shake of the head. Um, who uh, Jess gone? They think, had who, Steve Hansen at I think it was the Hurricanes Chiefs game and they asked him, do you, do you care who wins? He was like, I don't care, just please stop injuring each other. I think that they're too physical, they're too full on. Like it doesn't help our national team if we're all injured before we even get to our All Blacks games. 
Um, Shane, are, are you kind of saying more, more, more New Zealand derbies to, to wipe out more players, or do you think it's just coincidental? No, not for wiping out any players. And by the way, yeah, we do have six of our own and two against the Sunwolves, so um, we're not prone from it either. <laughs> but I like derby. Derby nights are good nights. Derby nights are good for the pub, um, <laughs> particularly the food too. Um, but there is something special about the New Zealand derbies and, and our derbies as well. Our derbies end up probably getting a bit too um, crash hot and um, fights in the scrums and those sorts of things. But New Zealand derbies are the pure essence of premium rugby. I love watching them. Uh, and there cannot be any doubt um, to... Um, particularly as we've talked about All Black selections, the next few derbies are going to sort out those sort of things. This is where you have com competition. And and I think there's a marketplace for derbies because the fans like it, particularly the traditional ones here in Australia, the Reds and, and the Waratahs, the Waratahs and the Brumbies and us and the Brumbies, and obviously the eight derbies you have in New Zealand. So, yeah, I, I support derbies. They're a good thing, and there's. I a like them, just not so many of them. I think is what I mean. Mm. No, I'm just going to jump in and summarise what's happening in the old chat room. There's a bit going on there. Um, <laughs> there's, there's just just um, with the derbies and that. It looks like there seems to be a bit of mixed reaction with too many derbies and not with Andre saying too many derbies. Christian saying not enough derbies, or, or there aren't too many. Um, Floyd um, and Pink agreeing with Shane on the fact that uh, ditching the derbies will be bad for ratings, and it would be bad for ratings. Um, and 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 then Mashed Potato was disappointed we didn't talk about props for All Blacks. Well, just I just throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I just think I think the the, the, the props are already decided. I, I think it was going to be the same as last year. I can't see anyone else playing playing their way in. To be honest, um, I, mm. hookers could be a bit interesting because Coles is going to be out. Um, Ricky Atelli had an absolute shocker at the weekend. He did. Almost Darren. every throw was like, no, not straight. Um, so you've got to wonder if he's uh, gone and uh, done his, is playing himself out of a jersey at the moment. Uh, so, but um, yeah, so uh, Hooker could be interesting, but I think props is fairly, fairly straightforward. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think there's, there's too many derbies. I think, I think home and away is good. When we only had, when you had sort of home and away against some teams, but only one game against the others, and as a season ticket holder, to not say not uh, go to Eden Park and not see the Chiefs, for example, um, was disappointing. Now you can get down Hamilton to see the Chiefs, but if you can't get down to somewhere like you can't, if the Highlanders don't come up, you're not going to see the Highlanders for a year. And I think as a season ticket holder, I want to see uh, all, all the um, four New Zealand teams come through uh, and, and and see them live. So no, I, I think home and away derbies is right, uh, and I don't and I don't think they cause any more or less injuries than, than travelling because I think travel is a real killer for a lot of these players and going to South Africa I think you'll see just as many injuries as you would in a derby game so I don't think it's personally I don't think derbies are contributing to extra injuries because it, it reduces the travel so there's less fatigue from that point of view um, sure there may be a bit of a higher intensity because the New Zealand sides are the best sides at the moment but I think it's because they're playing the best sides rather than because it's a derby game 
Yeah, uh, I was just going to say. I mean, like, I think one of the th- um, the things that Super Rugby or Sanzar is missing is the fact is that, and I know the reasons why. Obviously, it's the Curry Cup and the NPC in New Zealand. Is the fact is that really the competition just should be starting in March and it should be finishing in October, and they should be everybody should just play home and away, and then we'd have a proper competition that went through, and you'd have a second tier in NPC and. Paul shaking vigorously. Oh, it won't happen because obviously um, with South Africa being strong with the um, Curry Cup, the uh, Andre also mentioning the fact that um, the SA teams do end up playing like potentially six times each other in a season because the um, and I think Paul's alluded to this. Super Rugby teams actually end up being Curry Cup teams as well, anyway. Yeah, that's a problem in New Zealand. You don't have the, there is there isn't a strong link between the provinces and or the provincial teams and the Super rugby teams, and you have teams all over the place. Whereas in South Africa, there's a very strong link between Western Province and the Stormers, between the Golden Lions, the Lions, the Blue Bulls, the Blues. Um, and I've gone blank as who the Sharks team is. I just, uh, who are the Sharks in? Oh, the dear me. The top, no, 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 no. Um, who are the sh- anyway, uh, maybe they're the Sharks as well. I think maybe the Sharks twice. Um, so but they're very strong. So teams like the Grickass and the Pumas, who are also in the premiership of the Curry Cup, don't have an, um, Super Rugby players in them, or very few. So it's just not the same um, in uh, in South Africa as it is in New Zealand as to how they divide the players between at the Curry Cup level, and that's a problem. Um, superb. So uh, we disagreed on that one, and that's all fine. We, we like to disagree occasionally. Um, we have a bunch of other topics to talk about. We've run out of time but I can't not talk about it. Phipps, winning <laughs> bar. Now, it was his stag do. This kind of stuff happens on your stag do. Why does now, it have to happen? Because it does. Like, I think that's really pathetic, to be honest, that you need, like, that's an excuse to urinate publicly. Really? Don't judge us, you female. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Like... <laughs> No, I, okay. This, 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 I, I, have a stag do by all means, but that doesn't mean it was like nine pm, which was the most shocking part to me. Maybe like two or three, like are things are different, but nine pm. Oh, I missed that one. I didn't realize it was that early. Jeez, they they it's went hard. Bad. They went hard. They went early. Um, no, I you don't we on a bar. Let's be honest. But <laughs> the um, there are two. I think there, there there are two things here. A, I think it's his best man's fault rather than him, not looking after him. On your stag do, you are going to be blind drunk and not know what you're doing. So someone has to look after you, especially if you're a public figure um, and realize where the boundaries are. And his best <laughs> man did not realize where the boundaries were. And, uh, and his best man should have done one of two things. One, look after him properly so he doesn't wear on the bar. Or two, hire a private room where not everybody finds out. Uh, then everyone can pee on the bar. Filler. His public, <laughs> a public figure. Um, the, the phones um, so, in the head at the door. The um, <laughs> uh, but to oh, it, it's just it's, it's stupidity. But I mean, I say I blame I blame his best man uh, more than I blame him because well, his, ultimately he's responsible for his actions. Absolutely. I'm going to jump in here because Brett, Brent, Brent in the chat room's got a pearl there. It was at nine p.m. Oh no! Nice. Oh. <laughs> no, I just think that's like absurd. <laughs> Especially as a public figure. Oh yes, as a public figure, I think it's, it's totally absurd. Um, I'll 
I've got to say, I think that's really disappointing, Nick Fibbs. The um, uh, and the Australian rugby at the moment. Yeah, I know. I, I can see him getting. Uh, yeah, he's going to get a uh, probably a, a, a fine and a some like three three week ban from. Uh, Was from he the arrested, House. or how did it come out? Uh, well, he was thrown out of the bar. He then apologised, oh. um, and they decided not to press charges. Oh, that was nice of them. The um, so yep. Uh, Floating pick. He's a rugby player, not a public figure. Sorry, if you get paid that much to entertain us in public, you are a public figure. Exactly right. But um, honestly, what does that say of his character? Like, what kind of move is that? It's like, kind of a power move in some ways. Like, does he think he's above being decent? I don't know. To me, it says something about his character that he thought that that was appropriate. I know he was drunk and people are silly when they're drunk, but they're still who they are. The outcome was he showed poor behaviour regardless. Um, yes, he did. Um, but um, there's a number of players in, in your team as well that have showed poor... Uh, um, Jess, who have shown poor behaviour in public as well. It's um, the So if they're all bad then what does that mean like no i just say there, there is an element of young young people will drink too much will get silly and will do things they regret the next day um yes i have uh not this kind of thing but i've drunk so much that i'm throwing up uh, in the middle of the street because i've drunk too much now is that that, that is um that's when i was at university you go on a pub crawl you drink too much and yeah. Yeah, people do silly stuff in their but, throat, but I feel like they're not urinating in bars. I've never seen that. <laughs> sure. Yes, he stepped over the line in this case. Um, the, but um, the, I, I don't think it's as. Uh, I, 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 I don't think it's quite as bad as your as as as, as other people clearly do. Um, the, but he clearly did, he clearly needs to get fined and. He just and wanted to take off. Um, fallout, didn't he? He was like, I know well, <laughs> I'll throw you a bone. Take one for the team. Um, cool. We've run out of time. Some things we are going to talk about next week because, um, well, actually, last thing, congratulations, Fiji, on winning their third stop on the trot in the Sevens um, by winning the um, by winning the Singapore Sevens. So they, after winning the, the Hong Kong Sevens and one before that, whatever that was, um, for them. A couple of things we will talk about next week. Um, we will talk about Chance Penny's ban um, and the fact that they're going to be using an exhibition game as one of those games. We'll talk about um, the new laws that the Western Force are going to use in World Series Rugby. Um, and we'll also look at if South Africa leave the Super Rugby, um, what structure should professional rugby or should Super Rugby post without South Africa look like? So those are three topics we'll talk about next week. Um, so do dial in for that. Um, but let's get on to predictions then. Chiefs versus Hagiwaris. Jess, your team, how are they going to cope? Hagiwaris just beat the Blues. Is this going to be four on the trot for the Hagiwaris? Um, I put by eight. I think it'll be quite close. But I think the Chiefs can do it. Uh, Shane? Chiefs by ten. And another um, uh, Archer? Uh, Chiefs by ten. But it'll be interesting to see what field uh, team they put out on the field. Because they're talking about resting some of their All Blacks. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Having seen what uh, the, um, I guess then it comes down to what the weather's looking like for the weekend, because um, I've got no, I've not checked that out yet. 
Um, I've put um, Chiefs by seven. Again, yeah, I think it's a good chance they'll rest and play it. Well, if they've got any players left to rest because of the, because of so many injuries. Um, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they, maybe um, Marty started and Damien was on the bench or something like that. Um, then Rebels versus Crusaders. Uh, Shane? Crusaders by 20. <laughs> Jess? Crusaders by 14. And uh, Ashwin? Crusaders by 20. I'm Crusaders by 15, and Ashwin and Shane are, are uh, Siamese brothers who are separated at birth. Um, <laughs> Siamese, we are like their twin brother. Predictions Good so to far. see you after uh, this spot. <laughs> um, Warsaw's versus Blues. Ashwin, come on. Do you have faith? Uh, yeah, it, 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 the, I don't know what so to say. Um, the Blues play to the level of the team that's in front of them is the problem. Um, because if you took this, they, 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 it was a close game between the Huggywaris. They, they lost, yes, but it was a close game. Huggywaris tailed up the Waratahs the week before that. So you would go that the Blues should win it. But as I say, the Blues play to the level of who's in front of them. Um, I think with home ground, yeah, I'm going Waratahs by three. Oh, Jess? I put Waratahs by three too. <laughs> Shane? I've got faith in the Blues. I think they'll win it by five. So, um, my and I'm going to Blues by three. So, the Englishman and the Australian have have faith in the uh, New Zealand team and the two Kiwis don't. Um, You'll never so hear that much. The, um, <laughs> that much unity between Australian and Englishman. <laughs> a Reds fan's never going to pick the Waratahs, though, is he? The, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I guess the other big question is, are we going to have Blues jerseys versus Blues jerseys? Or will one of the teams actually wear their away jersey, please? Because, geez, come on. Let's stop these shirt clashes. Um, uh, Hurricanes versus Lions. Uh, Shane? Hurricanes by 20. Jess? Hurricanes by 11. And Ashwin? I was going, yeah, Hurricanes by 12. I think the Lions will be a bit hurt from last week, and so they'll probably bring it a bit more this week. Um, and that's the reason why I think it'd be a bit closer than what otherwise. Yeah, I've gone Hurricanes by 10, and it, I was looking at some going, which Lions are we going to see? The Lions mm -hmm. that, <laughs> that that lost the Reds or the Lions that beat the Tiles comfortably? It, it was Tiles, wasn't it, before the week before? Mm -hmm. Comfortably. Um, it's like, yeah, I have no idea who they, who's going to turn up. So I've gone Hurricanes by 10. Um, Stormers, Bulls, like this is one I'm picking as being the game of the weekend. So uh, get on Twitter, hit my poll. I've just posted it. Um, Jess, uh, uh, Stormers or Bulls? I put Stormers by six. Austrian? Oh, I was going to go Bulls by five. Oh, Shane? Bulls by three. I've gone Stormers by three. So uh, two, two, four and two against on this one. Uh, Stormers haven't lost at home yet this season. Just a little side note. And then to finally, to finish the round off, the Sharks versus the Highlanders. And do we know if the All Blacks are playing for the Highlanders in this game? Because I've heard rumours they might be rested. Deathly silence. So having put that uh, little note of worry into my uh, my panel. Oh, it's fine. Um, <laughs> go on then, Jess. I put uh, Highlanders by four, which I think would be fair even if they rest their All Blacks. Shane? I think the Highlanders by ten. Uh, Ashwin? Yeah, Highlanders by seven. Uh, so I've gone um, Highlanders by three. Uh, mashed potato, yes, it's in Newlands. Um, 
So, yep. Uh, so there we go. That's our predictions for next week. Um, Shane, let people know where they can get hold of you and chat rugby um, during the week. At School of Mate, S-C-O-O-L-M-8. Uh, come talk rugby on Twitter. Uh, Jess? J-A-M-8391 on Twitter. And Ashwin? Under the sofa in a fetal position. <laughs> 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 All the Twitter accounts are down below in the notes. Um, <laughs> Deary me. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, it has been a blast. Um, as always, even if I have been all over the place and a bit scatterbrained, I'll try and uh, get it all together for Thursday um, for the preview show, which is when we'll be back at 8 p.m. And actually, tomorrow night, I will do a special Patreon show at 8 p.m. Um, talking about late developers. Um, so uh, become a Patreon um, if you want to watch that. Uh, thank you, really. It's been a blast. Thank you so much. Bye. Look at that clapping. Oh, dear. oh eventually.